You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 196. Hi there, rock star. Welcome. Welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantor's speaker, coach, and founder of The C Method, where I help high performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. If you're a brand new listener, welcome. Massive welcome to you. So good to have you joining us. You can uh, join our community on Facebook if you're keen to connect with other like-minded people who are all uh, all about uh, building their communication skills and wanting to increase their confidence in the workplace. Search for the group The C Method Rockstars or go to thecmethod.com slash community. Now, in today's episode, I'm sharing with you my thoughts on coaching and what it's all about. Now, I chose this topic because I know that many of you are curious about what coaching actually involves. I've had people ask me, what's the difference between coaching and consulting? How does coaching work? How do I know if I need coaching? How much do coaches charge? And these are all valid questions, by the way. And I can understand if you're feeling a bit confused, if you're thinking about coaching but not quite sure what what it involves, because there are a lot of people who call themselves coaches, um, a lot of different coaches in different industries, coaching on different things. So today I wanted to share my perspective on coaching and what it's done for me and how I see it helping others as well. So if you're curious about coaching and what it could do for you, then this is a great place to start. It's good, you know, have a listen, have a listen to this. And if you're also curious about becoming a coach for other people, uh, you'll find this useful too. So keep listening. Now, I am not using this episode, just so you know, I'm not using this episode as a way to blatantly promote my coaching services. I want to help those of you who are who are curious about coaching to help you decide if you do choose to find a coach, okay? And that coach does not have to be me. It really doesn't. Now, I believe in the power of coaching, so I I want to clear up a few myths and to help you be in the best position possible to then go out and find a coach, you know, if that is what you so desire. And after listening, you may decide that you don't want a coach or you don't need a coach right now. And that is totally fine as well. If I can help you in that way, then that would be great. So in this episode, I'll be sharing firstly, what is coaching? Why would you want to work with a coach? Um, How do you find the right coach for you? How much does coaching cost? And I'll be sharing some myths about coaching and debunking some of those for you. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash 196. So if you wanted to share this with someone who you feel it would be valuable for, you can send them that link and that'll give them a written, you know, like the blog post version of this podcast too. Now, before we get to that, I do want to share with you my experience of being coached. Okay, so this is my experience of being coached. Now, the the very first time I was coached, uh, it was I had one session with an acting and presentation coach, and that one session with her blew my mind. And I've shared the story before on my podcast of how she got me to see the bigger picture of my presentation that that I was working on. I wasn't just 
helping other people develop speaking skills, I was actually helping to create a better place for people to live. This was as per the nature of what I was talking about um, for architecture students. She helped me to see things I'd never seen before. And I think at that stage, I hadn't even planned on becoming a coach, but that was my first experience with coaching. Now, after that, I continued to invest in myself, but not through coaching. I It was more through buying books. I went to conferences. I joined accountability groups. I did online courses. And that was that was enough to get me by for the first, you know, couple years of my business. And I was happy in my development. But after a while, I think it was after about two years of running my business, I had all these new challenges popping up, ones that I didn't know how to deal with. And I kept doing what I'd always done in order to get through, but I felt like nothing was working and I felt stuck, like my business had plateaued and I'd done everything that I could on my own. And I was sick of trying to do it all by myself. So that was when I realized I need, I need personalized help here. I can't do this by myself. So that's when I reached out to my coach, Farnoosh Brock, um, who runs a coaching company called Prolific Living. Now we had actually met, it was like four years earlier, we'd met at a conference. We knew each other through an online community and we connected at a conference. And I thought, you know, this woman is amazing. So inspiring. She's, she's running a business the way I would love to run my business. And I really enjoyed and appreciated her approach and how, you know, and how she did business. And I remember thinking to myself, if I ever work with a business coach, it's going to be with Farnoosh. I don't care who else I I meet. I want to work with Farnoosh. So fast forward four years and I, and I was in that place in my business where I, you know, I felt like I couldn't go any further. I couldn't, uh, you know, accelerate by myself. So I reached out to Farnoosh. We had a conversation and we decided it was a good fit for us to work together. Now, the level of investment that was required for that engagement was substantial. And I, I ended up committing to a year of working with Farnoosh. Now, it was scary investing that much in myself, but at the same time, I was excited. I felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. You know, no, no longer did I have to run my business all by myself. I had someone there with me every step of the way to answer any question I had, to help me think bigger for myself and to feel confident and clear about where I was going. Now, during the time I worked with Farnoosh, the transformation I saw in myself was incredible. I, you know, I listened back to our coaching calls from our first, our very first session. And I think to myself, oh my God, like I was thinking so small. I was, I I was limiting myself and I can see now how much I've grown. So, you know, Farnoosh helped me to, she helped me to get out of my own head, out of my own way. It got me leaning into that discomfort. And not only that, as a result of that coaching, I became a better coach. I became a more savvy businesswoman and I became more connected to myself and my values and my goals. And it's led me to feeling incredibly happy and fulfilled in my business right now and um, going leaps and bounds ahead. So 
Rockstar, I have seen firsthand the value of coaching and I know how transformational it can be. I've seen it work for myself. I've seen it work for those close to me and I've seen it work for my clients too. So now you know where I stand on coaching, let's dive into what it actually is. So I was looking for, you know, there's a number of definitions of what coaching is and I found this one that I really like and it's from Sir John Whitmore. He's a sir, so he must be important. Now, he's, he's the author of Coaching for Performance, a very well-known uh, coaching book. And he calls coaching, well, he defines coaching as um, coaching is unlocking a person's potential to maximize their own performance. It is helping them learn rather than teaching them. So I thought that was a really nice summary of what coaching is. Now, a few points about coaching. Um, coaching, it's a $2 billion industry. It's, um, it's getting there, you know, it's definitely growing. Um, and it's growing because firstly, cause I, I feel that people are becoming more aware and of the need to develop themselves. Um, it's very competitive now as well. And people do need that edge to get them to the next level. Another thing is there's also a very low barrier to entry as a coach. There's no certification or training required to become a coach. You can literally wake up one day and say, I'm a coach. And this is, you know, this is a good thing and a bad thing. It means that there's, there's nothing that, um, to guarantee, there's nothing to guarantee the quality of, of the coach. And I'll talk a bit about how to choose a coach, uh, later. Um, but it's something to keep in mind, you know, that anyone can call themselves a coach. Now, in terms of types of coaching, there is many different types. There's business coaching, life coaching, executive coaching, public speaking coaching, health coaching. Um, you know, there's any, you know, in any area of your life where you want to develop, chances are there's a coach for that. Now, in terms of the coaching I do, um, as you would have heard me speak on the podcast before, it's all around, um, uh, communication skills coaching, leadership coaching, and public speaking coaching. So that's my area of speciality, but there'll be, you know, other coaches have their areas of speciality. Now, what's the difference between a coach and a consultant? I get this question uh, a fair bit. So I want to just differentiate them for you. Now, firstly, a coach, one of the big dif- uh, distinctions of how a coach works is a coach will help you find the answers yourself by asking powerful questions and helping you to explore. Okay, so you're discovering the question, the, the answers yourself. A consultant, on the other hand, is there as the subject matter expert to present solutions to the problem. So they come in as the expert and say, okay, based on my previous you know, based on my experience and knowledge, this is what I recommend you do to fix this problem. As opposed to a coach isn't there to tell you what the answer is. They're there to help you discover it yourself. Also, a coach does not have to be a subject matter expert of the client's industry. So for example, I've worked with clients who are accountants, architects, uh, graphic designers, UX designers, IT professionals. I've worked with people across many, many industries, real estate agents, right? So, but the thing is, as a coach, I don't have to be an expert in real estate. I don't have to know how to fix your IT solutions in order to coach someone who is in that industry. Yeah. As opposed to a consultant who generally has 
um, expertise in that industry. So those are the, that's another difference between them. With coaching, the focus is on the client, so helping the client improve. A consultant that a consultant will focus on the problem or the challenge. You know, they're more focused on the, the task or what, you know, what's happening within the company. So there are a couple of examples. Oh, do I have some more? Oh, another one is with a coach, you explore possibilities, which I love that. As a consultant, you provide possibilities. So you might, you know, come in and provide recommendations. We recommend you do this, this, this. Or else a coach will help you to see the possibilities and will guide you through the process of going about choosing one for yourself. Now, coaching and consulting is different, again, to mentoring where, um, you know, I've been asked if I can mentor people instead of coaching them and, you know, I have to explain the, you know, the difference there. Now, with a mentor, a mentor is generally seen as a trusted guide and advisor. And a mentor suggests that the mentor is more experienced and wise than the mentee, you know, uh, and usually in that same industry as well. So they've been there, they've done it before, and they offer their, their, their guidance. Now, with a coach, a coach does not have to be more experienced than you in that industry, if that makes sense. They, they have to be, well, they need to be experienced in how to coach people, but not necessarily in that uh, area of expertise. Okay, now let's, let's move into why would you consider working with a coach? You know, why would you? Why bother? Now, I'm guessing here that you are listening to this podcast because you want to improve yourself, Correct. You want to make, you know, some big changes in your life. You want to build more confidence, build stronger relationships, succeed in your job, get a promotion, make more money, be happier, all of that good stuff. You know, create a life a life you love. If you didn't, you wouldn't be listening, right? You'd be, I don't know, doing something else, uh, watching Netflix. I don't know. You, but no, you're listening to this podcast. So you've you've taken this first step. Um. You know, listening to podcasts and watching videos, watching TED Talks, they're all great. They're all great to do that, uh, doing that, but they will only take you so far. So if you're in a position where you want to take that next step, you know, if you're thinking, I, I know I have so much more to give, so much more to offer, um, I have so much more potential, potential I can reach, and I'm just not sure how to get there, you know, if that's something you're thinking that's going through your mind, you know, this is where a coach can help you to accelerate towards your goals. Now, I believe that anyone can benefit from coaching, but one of the absolute critical things is, is you must be willing and open to being coached. Absolutely critical. You can't, you know, be like, I mean, I've had people say to me, oh, so-and-so needs coaching, you know, really badly or I've had people say, oh, you know, we've offered to pay for so-and-so's coaching. Um, the thing is, if th that person, the coachee, if they don't want it or they don't believe they need it, then coaching is not going to work. So so if you, um, so let's say that you do, you know, you're willing and open to being coached. There are some other things that will, you know, determine whether, um, you know, that can help you determine if coaching is right for you. So for example, if you have a desire to improve yourself in some way, 
If you have aspirations and big goals and you want support and accountability as you move towards them, maybe you want to address the fears and the doubts that are holding you back. Uh, Maybe you need clarity and guidance around your goals and your direction. You might know that you can be more and achieve more, but you're tired of trying to do it all on your own. That was the position I was in when I realized I want coaching and I need coaching. I was just sick of doing it on my own. And another important part of, you know, if you are knowing if you're ready to, to be coached is knowing that you're willing to learn about yourself and how you think and feel and behave. Now, this is a big one because this is where it gets uncomfortable. Now, you may discover that what you went to a coach for help with wasn't actually what you needed help with. You're going to discover other things about yourself. Um, I just had a client tell me, so an example of this, I literally today had a client tell me that she Uh, when we started work together, she thought she needed public speaking coaching. That's all she wanted help with. But as we worked together through our coaching, she realized that she had been living in her comfort zone at work and she needed to be challenged in all areas. And as a result of the work that we did together, she ended up changing jobs and got promoted into a completely new role, one that she absolutely loved and was more aligned with her goals and her values. And she got a decent raise as well. She got a pay upgrade. And she told me today that she would have never thought that she could have done that, changed roles, you know, when we started coaching. And for her, that was, she, she developed that, that, um, ability to get out of her comfort zone. And that was scary for her. Um, so if you're willing to lean into that discomfort and discover incredible things about yourself and make big changes, then then coaching might be an option for you. Okay, now let's talk about how do you find a great coach? Mm, This is the the million-dollar question. Now, it really is a personal choice, okay? Working with a coach is very, very personal, and you must be a great fit. I wouldn't recommend just Googling, you know, life coach and then, you know, booking in some with someone, the first person you you see, you know, don't just look at their shiny website. A lot of people have shiny websites, but it's really doesn't reflect at all the quality of their coaching or how they work. Something you can do is look for testimonials, um, look at their approach, look at their blog post. If they have a podcast, listen to that, watch their videos. Do they resonate with you? Look at their style, their way of communicating. Do you Do you believe that they could help you? Would you like to work with them? Now, with my coach, with Farnoosh, I knew I wanted to work with her, her specifically. And I've had numerous business coaches try to offer their services to me, but I always knew that I would work with her. So this is the type of desire I believe you should have about choosing a coach. You don't want to be meh about your coach. You don't want to be like, oh, yeah, they're all right. I guess I could work with them. That is, that is not going to produce the results that you, that you want. And it's not going to, that coach is not going to do their best work with you either. So it, it makes sense and it's totally worth uh, putting in that time and effort to finding the coach who's right for you. You can ask for recommendations from friends. Um, 
you know, some of the best coaches don't even have a website. You know, it's all, it's purely through word of mouth. So ask around. Now, once you've found some people that you want to, you know, explore, get on the phone with them and have a chat. A good coach will have an initial call with you at no charge. Okay. They'll have that discovery call, that exploration call with you um, or meeting with you. They, you know, they really shouldn't charge for that. Okay. And in that discovery meeting, hopefully they will explore if you are a good fit for them and vice versa. They shouldn't start the call with a sales pitch. Okay. They should be willing. I mean, this is my experience, a good coach. All right. A good coach should be willing to learn about you first. You know, if that happened to me, if someone started selling to me right off the bat, I would be totally turned off. Um, you know, I, I actually, I remember once I was ambushed by a life coach. I met him at a, um, a networking event and he emailed me afterwards to say, oh, it was so great to meet you. I love your energy. Let's meet up for coffee. And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like saying yes to everything at that point in time. And we met up for, for, for coffee and we were chatting, chatting. And I thought it was just, I thought we were just chatting, like catching up for coffee. And then he ended up trying to sell me on his coaching. And I was like, oh, uh, mm. and it was really uncomfortable. And I left that. I was like, no. And I left that meeting feeling really uncomfortable. And I really didn't want to see him again or talk to him again. And what he did wrong there was that he didn't even, he didn't even suss out if I wanted life coaching, which I didn't. He just thought I was a cool person and thought I'm just going to sell her coaching without actually figuring out if she wants coaching or not. So that was, yeah, I don't know if you've had an experience like that before, but it can be really off-putting. And I just want you to know that not all coaches are like that, okay? So if you've had one bad experience with uh, a coach who may have been a bit sleazy or tried to sell you prematurely, please take it from me that we are not all like that. I promise. It's like if you sort of have a bad date with someone, you know, it's like saying that, oh, making the assumption that all men are jerks, you know, or all women are gold diggers. That's, it's not true. It just means that you had, you know, you had one bad experience. So if that is you, then I encourage you to, you know, uh, shake it off and, and be open to exploring other options and, and uh, different coaches. All right, let's move on to the, the $2 million question. How much does a coach cost? Now, you're going to hate me for saying this, but it varies and it, it depends. This is, this is the challenging thing because it is not a regulated industry. There is no standard amount for fees. Maybe if you're in the corporate space, corporates are used to paying certain fees for certain, um, for certain, for coaching. Um, but really there is no set rule or standard. Some coaches charge by the hour per session. Um, others will have a program or a period of time that you work together with. Some coaches will charge anything from a hundred dollars for a session. Others will charge a hundred thousand dollars for a year, you know, so it's completely different and changes across coaches. Again, it's about finding a coach, you know, who who is a good fit for you. 
Now, I personally don't charge by the hour because that's not the type of coach that I am. For me, you know, developing strong communication, speaking and leadership skills, it does not happen in a single session. And my focus is on long-term lasting results for my clients. And as a result of that, because I want to get the best results for my clients, um, as a result of that, the minimum I work with my clients is for six months. Now, if I get approached, and I do, I get approached by people asking, you know, how much for a session? I, I gently let them know that I'm probably not the best coach for them if that's if that's what they're looking for. So again, it comes down to fit. If you are looking for one session, you know, you want a quick fix, you want to quickly brush up on your speaking skills before a big presentation, then going to a session by session coach might work for you. If you're more about developing your confidence and um, mindset and leadership skills in the long term, and if you see it as an in, as an integral integral integral, probably saying that wrong integral part of of your overall development and career progression, if that's how you see it, then working with a you know a more long term work working with a coach in a more long term relationship is going to be better for you. So like I keep saying, it's all about what it is that you're looking for and and the right fit. Okay, so that's some, you know, more info on some insights as to, uh, you know, how to get started working with a coach, how to find one. Um, now I'd like to share with you some, some myths about coaching, you could call them, or some, some, some thoughts that people have that don't serve them around coaching. Now, one one of these is I've worked with coaches before and it didn't work. So coaching doesn't work for me. Now, in response to that, you know, maybe they just weren't the right fit for you. Um, like I mentioned before, just because if you'd had one, if you'd had or heard about a coaching experience that didn't work, doesn't mean that all coaches are ineffective. Okay. Just like that dating analogy. You had one, you have one bad experience, doesn't mean that everyone's like that. The second thing that I hear from people is I'll only bring on a coach if my boss pays for it. So this is an interesting one. I have worked with clients who have invested in themselves, so they made the investment, and I've worked with clients who have had their workplace pay for it. And from my experience and observations, the difference in the commitment, accountability, and the results is incredible. I found something really interesting that when we when we invest directly in ourselves, our commitment and our ability to create that change and that transformation is much more powerful than when we get our employer, you know, or our boss or whoever to do the investing for us. You know, when we make that investment, we are in control and we're in charge when we do the investing. And something magical happens within us to make it worth our time and our money. I've found that my clients who have invested in themselves, they're more committed to making change. And I've experienced this too. And not just with my own business coach, um, but also say, for example, my gym membership. You know, I pay a lot. Some people pay, you know, I think Aaron, my partner, he pays like 10 bucks a week for his gym membership. He barely goes because he's like, oh, it's only 10 bucks. I pay over $160 a month for the gym, which is, you know, it's a fair bit more. And 
it makes me go. I've, I've invested, I see it as an investment in myself. I've made that commitment and it absolutely ensures that I do not slack off. So there is a real difference in um, making that investment in yourself as opposed to getting someone else to pay for it. Um, another myth you could call it is I don't need a coach. I'll just keep reading books and listening to podcasts. Why would I pay for a coach? I can just get free content. Now, that's all good if you want to keep consuming free content. That's totally fine. Um, It's always a great place to start and you can learn a lot and there's amazing free content out there. Now, the thing is you will spend a lot of time, a lot of time reading books, listening to podcasts, watching videos, and this is a lot of time and energy spent on your part. Now, when you have a coach, a coach can help you to come to an insight or find an insight in like five minutes, right? They, a good coach will be able to pinpoint your blind spots much more quickly than you can identify through hours and hours and hours of self-teaching, okay? So there's something really powerful about having someone there who can share their insights with you and help you see things that you wouldn't have seen normally that you might have missed um, or wouldn't have come across until, you know, many, many hours of your own um, independent training. And okay, the final myth I want to share with you is I need more money before I can bring on a coach. Now, this one is quite counterintuitive, thinking, oh, I just need to save up first before I can get a coach. You know, I need to have more money before I do that. The thing, the reason why it's counterintuitive is because if you knew how to make more money or get that promotion or, you know, find that success in your, in your business or career, you wouldn't need a coach because you'd already have the money. Like you'd know how to do it. So you wouldn't need the coach. So, you know, waiting, like having the, having the coach there is going to accelerate you quicker to getting that promotion or getting that raise or bringing in new clients and customers. That's what they're there to help you do. So it's actually counterintuitive to do it the other way around. And waiting to make more money will actually take more of your time and money and energy doing that. So this is, it's like almost like a hope strategy where you will hopefully in the future, I'll have enough money to then pay for coaching when you don't actually know when that's going to happen. Whereas with coaching, once you bring on a coach, they're going to get started straight away and you're going to start seeing improvements like much more quickly than if you were to try to do it all on your own. So that's a different way of looking at, you know, when you would bring on a coach. So I hope that's been helpful for you. That was my perspective on coaching and I hope it has helped to answer some questions, some questions that you may have had. And if this episode has inspired you to take action, to get out there and to find a coach who is right for you, then that is absolutely amazing. And, and of course, if you want to explore what it would look like for you and I to work together, then I invite you to reach out at cc at thecmethod.com. That's my email or thecmethod.com slash coaching. I will be more than happy to learn about your goals and your challenges and to explore if working together 
would be a good fit for both of us. All right, Rockstar, thank you so much for tuning in this week and for spending some time with me today. Remember, show notes are at thecmethod.com slash 196. If you wanted to share this episode with someone who you feel would find it valuable, maybe they've been thinking about getting a coach, maybe not so sure. In any case, send send that link to them uh, for them to gain those insights that you just heard. Okay, Rockstar, keep on being awesome and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. (laughs) 